0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of our Football Focus SG podcast with myself Faiz, also our experts, Hiran Hanafi and and another expert of ours, Mr. JB. How are you guys doing today?
1: Good, good, I'm good.
0: Yeah. All good. Yeah, Mr. JB, doing well?
1: Yes, well, but bored because of International Week, but still well.
0: Yeah, so um, we, we are coming to International Week now. So technically both SP, uh, SPLs and the other leagues around the world are taking a short break. But the one thing that's really been, been the most busiest among all is the transfer window that is happening this year. So now I just want to ask a quick question before we start. If you guys can sum it up in one word or one sentence about this season transfer of everything that has happened, what would that be? Um, Aaron, go with you first. How would you sum up the whole transfer window?
2: Uh, in one word, extraordinary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think we all can agree that is it is very extraordinary. Mr. JV, yourself, like how do you sum up the whole transfer window after yens?
1: If I can just put it to one word, I'll call it homecoming.
0: Home- <laughs> it's yeah, homecoming. I, mean, I mean, yes, true. There are a few homecomings. There are a few mm, extraordinary a few signings. Yes. There are yep. a few, a lot of things going on. So for today's episode, we're just going to focus on just transfer reading for today. And instead of the normal five players that we always rate per episode, Today, this episode alone, we're going to do 10, 10 different players to uh, to rate their transfers. And of course, there are a lot more players that, uh, that has been transferred, but we can't really mention in a list, not because of anything, but time constraint a little bit or what. But we're going to highlight those major key moves, especially players that we don't expect, but it happened. So we're going to kick things off, all right? So <laughs> starting off with... Number 10, all right? Of course, I'm, I'm going to try my best to make it from, well, save the best for the last, okay? <laughs> um, so the first one that I'm going to go, which is one of the transfer deadline dates of transfer, but it did come out a bit out of the blue, as you can say, is Saul Niguez on loan from Atletico Madrid to Chelsea. Now, okay, initially when I hear this, it's an amazing signing at first. I mean, on loan, yes. It's not permanent, but it's an option to buy. But however, when I start to think, they have Jorginho, Kovacic, and Kante already. So, the next question in mind, do they really need him? Is this going to be another one of those vendor in Man United? <laughs> so... I'm gonna let um, I'm gonna rate first for this. I actually feel it's a good addition to the squad, definitely. And alone with an option to buy. Yes, last season Saul is not the best, but he is still a quality player in Europe. Um, I'll give this a six out of ten. I know it's a bit underwhelming, but six out of ten only because Chelsea don't need to strengthen the area, I feel. But gonna move on to Arunazi. You're next for Saul, Atletico Madrid to
2: Chelsea, what do you think? Um, the first number that comes to mind with regards to this transfer has to be 7 for me. Uh, why? Uh, I do agree. Uh, Saul has not had the best of uh, seasons uh, for the past season and the season before as well. But I strongly believe that he's a quality player. Uh, sometimes players can have their ups and down moments. Uh, but I disagree with what uh, you mentioned, Is I strongly believe that uh, to challenge for titles, and we know that Chelsea are going to compete in, I don't know, as many as four or five, four, four championships. The yeah. Premier League, the FA Cup, the Culling Cup, the Carabao Cup, the Champions League. So that, that makes it five if I miss anything or if I added anything. I, I mean, uh, really. if
0: you include the Super Cup that they won earlier, so that's five. It's six. Yeah. It's six, it's, yeah. Yeah, around <laughs> that, six. So,
2: uh, I strongly believe that to have uh, teams competing on all fronts or in all competitions, you need a big squad uh, because squad rotation will come in handy. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he fits into the Chelsea squad. Like you mentioned, they already have players in that position itself. Um, uh, But I strongly believe that with his addition, it only solidifies uh, the midfield uh, line that maybe Coach Tuchel uh, is going after. And of course, he it's an additional talent to the squad and he'll only make them stronger. So brilliant move for Chelsea and brilliant move for Saul because we know he has been wanting to move for the past yeah. three, four seasons, right? Yeah. Uh, Manchester United come in mind and all those. Uh, moving to Chelsea, a bit of a surprise to me, but you know, at the end of the day, if it bodes well for
0: both players and club, why not? Yeah, seven out of ten for you. Seven, all right. Yeah, uh, Mister JB, over to you. Saul Niguez, who I believe Man United was chasing for so long, and you as a Man United fan can share a little bit. How good is this guy? Is it a great move for him to move Chelsea?
1: Well, I think, um, as far as the transfer is concerned, uh, it will be a good transfer for Chelsea if it's a permanent deal. You see, yeah. uh, but but unfortunately, because it's a loan, right? Um, looking at Chelsea, they are... I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about other Premier League clubs, uh, if you're talking about the big six, etc. But so far, Chelsea has been the one that is quite consistent with their loans, uh, in particular, uh, if I recall the past few years. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, and, and I kind of agree with you on the point that um, they already have that, that very strong midfield hole, you know, Jorginho and the gang. So, adding yeah. one more... Will it, will it harm them no because of the number of uh, competitions around there but at the same time yes I I, I do feel that uh, United miss 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 this guy out you know we definitely could could strengthen at the back with him but back to Chelsea in the whole topic I think uh, it's really a 50/50 signing for me because uh, when, when you when you loan you know someone and you technically you don't really need uh any backups or or whatsoever for that position because the current squad is pretty strong. Yeah. So I so my rating will be a five out of ten. It's, it's probably a hit or a miss uh, for Saul. I, I but I really hope that uh, he does well for the league uh, because yes uh, he's a quality player on his own but uh whether he can fit into the Chelsea system is a different matter altogether because um, by putting him in uh, someone from the from the from the Chelsea midfielder will have to sit back. Yeah, and we'll lose our game time, so yeah, but I, but I don't foresee him uh, playing that too often because uh, it's just a loan deal. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. But for me, it's a five out of ten.
0: Five out of ten, okay. All right, moving on to the next player. Um, we're gonna go a little bit more towards Syria now. Syria does make a few signings left and right. And some are quite surprising, some are maybe underwhelming, I'm not sure, but this is where I, I need you guys to help. So the first one I'm going to go with is one of the two Milan uh, transfers that's happening, which is uh, Edin Dzeko joining Inter Milan. Now, yes, I can understand because of um, Romelu Lukaku left, which we're going to talk about it in a while. Um, is this really... A great signing, no offense. I don't think so. No offense. I mean, I rate I rate Edin Jacko. However, as a Syria champion, <laughs> for you to have from you know, well, you you lost your manager, you lost your top strikers, you lost some of the players. It is never really gonna be the same. So it just kind of brings question whether they are actually, you know, kind of challenging for the Syria again. So I don't know. For me, I think I'm gonna go with, uh, five out of ten for this. But Mister JB, over to you. Edit Jaco joining Inter Milan. What do you think about the transfer?
1: Well, it was definitely a surprise uh, because I think for Jaco itself, it's an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, for him, yeah, to be going from Roma to joining the uh, the Italian uh, Serie A defending champions. So yeah, that's pretty good. Um, although yes, I mean. He did quite well uh, during his time in Roma, so I don't see it as a big problem for him, like not scoring or anything like that, based on his age and experience. Yeah. Although, um, although yes, I will definitely look forward to see how he how he pairs up with uh, Lutaro Martinez um in the in the upfront. So for me, I think I would give it uh six out of ten for the transfer of Erinjaku. Yeah, six I mean out it's 10? a straightforward move. Yeah, it's the same league. He's done it. He's done it before, so yeah, yeah. Uh, probably 6 out of 10, yeah.
0: Right. Harun over to you. Uh, Jacko from Roma to Inter Milan. Did he make a wrong move, knowing that Jose Mourinho is
2: a... Um, a wrong move or not, uh, it's 50-50. I think from a player standpoint, if he were to compare both sides, Inter Milan and Roma, I think, hands down, even we as neutrals would believe that Inter Milan has a stronger side. Uh, even with uh, Romelu Lukaku leaving, um, you know, they, they're still a stack squad. They still have players from bottom to top. Uh, is he going there to replace Romelu Lukaku? Uh, like for like change? I don't think so. They they, they present uh, well, uh, different options up front for uh, their teammates. So, um, for Jacko, of course, it's, it's a good move. For Inter Milan, I think it's a good move for them to not you know, we have to bear in mind that I think he's thirty-seven. Edin Dzeko is he's around that age. Yeah, uh, he, he is about 35, 36, I
0: believe.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, if if I believe if it's uh, if it were too up to if it was up to Inzaghi, he would have preferred to get players like Immobile from Lazio, Insigne from Napoli, or Dries Mertens even. From, you know, all the top stri- uh, strikers, uh, Bolotti from uh, Torino, if I'm not wrong, that's where yeah. he's playing. Yeah. Yeah, I might be wrong. Uh, I believe he would he would have preferred to get those kind of players. But uh, bearing in mind uh, the financial situation that uh, the Suning Group, the owners of Inter Milan are going through, and also uh, yeah. with the current pandemic that is ongoing, I think they would have settled for Edin Dzeko, which is maybe the fifth best striker in the league right now, or fifth or sixth best striker in the league right now. So, uh, fair play to Milan, but uh, if you ask me to rate, I think I would give the
0: move uh, about 5 out of 10 or so. 5 out of 10 or so? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to our another player, uh, number 8, I would call it, as we're scaling up. Is a man who is, well, going to replace Eddie Jacko now up front in Roma. Jose Mourinho signing Tammy Abraham. From Chelsea to Roma. Now, that this transfer just came out a bit out of the blue. Literally. Chelsea blue. Um, well, do I think that he's going to excel under Jose Mourinho? I think he might. I think judging from the first game that he had, he had like a couple of assists on the first game. So, you know, I think he does going to excel there. So, I think this transfer is definitely going to help his career in a way to kind of remind Chelsea that you know that they're actually missing out their academy gem there could be something over there you know so I think this transfer to me Tammy Abraham from Chelsea Roma I'll give a, a solid 7 out of 10 for me. Aaron Aziz, over to you Tammy Abraham to Roma you're a Roma supporter now are you happy with that?
2: And uh, nah, I won't call myself a Roma supporter, but you know, I love to watch their matches as well. It's difficult to watch Serie A in Singapore, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it, I, I don't think there's any, it's not matches. easy. I think it, there, there are matches, there are matches that are being shown on Singtel Myu TV, but not a lot of it. Uh, yeah, uh, Tammy Abraham to uh, Roma. Of course, if we compare him like for like with Lukaku, I think Lukaku is much more of a presence up top uh, compared to Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Abraham, Tammy Abraham is young. Uh, it, I feel, it's a good move for him uh, moving abroad. It might pose a little bit of a challenge, you know, with uh, how things are in Italian football, the supporters and whatnot. It might be, uh, it's a little bit more crazy up there, you know, uh, fans more fanatical up there. Uh, yeah. But you know, as a as a player moving to a squad. Uh, And, you know, we've already seen that he's featured in all the matches uh, since he's transferred there. Um, He will get that feeling. And I know uh, Jose Mourinho uh, sets him as the number one striker for the club. So uh, as a player, when you know that you're the number one striker for the club, it makes you feel good. And I feel... Uh, with all that's been happening with Tammy Abraham and uh, him moving from Chelsea, Chelsea moving him on to Roma, uh, hopefully it bodes well for his confidence to make him feel that he's wanted, you know, and to know at the back of your mind that uh, you know the coach, a coach such as Jose Mourinho, Mourinho is banking on you upfront. You know, it bodes well. I I think it will bode well for his career. Do I see him? Do I foresee him staying there long? I don't think so. Maybe two or three, maybe three seasons at least before he move on to a bigger club, I feel. Because he's only going to get better uh, playing in an uh, overseas league and he's only going to get better with Mourinho as a coach. Um, yeah. I saw I saw one of the goals that they scored, the team move that they scored and he was the focal point uh, for Roma. And you know, he's, It's going to take some time for him to adjust. Yes, he's a, made assists, he's scored a goal, but I... He's only gonna get better. It's only early days in the season. Uh, rating, uh, you know, Roma doesn't have a lot of money uh, to bank. I think forty million they bought him for forty million. Yeah. Uh, around that forty million uh, to get a player, uh, I won't. I won't say as good as Tammy Abraham, but a player like Tammy Abraham, I'll rate the move uh,
0: seven out of ten. I think
2: it's a win-win situation for both player and club.
0: Yeah. Seven out of ten, Mister JB. How about yourself, Tammy Abraham? Do you think it's a good move for his age?
1: Yes, sure. yes. I mean, it's 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 a superb move for him. All right. I mean, let's face it. I I don't think he's getting enough chances in. Uh, back in Chelsea, they've been they've been uh, sending him out for loans here and there. Um, I believe that this move will definitely make him grow. Will definitely make him improve. That's for sure. And we all know. I mean, he is uh. I, I, I wouldn't say uh an out and out striker is very creative, you know. And speaking of Lukaku and him, the comparison, I won't be surprised if he might be another uh, if he might be another Lukaku, not in the sense of the, the 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 playing style, but what I meant is Lukaku left Chelsea and now he went back back in, right? Yeah. So I can I I can foresee that with Tammy Abraham. He's he's just he's just a diamond in the rough. He just gotta polish him up. And who knows, he, he might he might probably uh go 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 back to Chelsea, you know, and become that striker banging in 30-40 goals. So, yes, I do see it as a huge step up for him. He's great. Um so far, early days, you know, he's he's been he's, he seems to be adapting fine in Roma and Mourinho. So um yeah, I, I I would rate it pretty high, like at least uh an eight out of ten. Because I think uh, and, and at the same time with with enough game time in Roma. Um. Who knows? Gareth Southgate might be calling him up again. So, you know, okay. sky's the limit. So, eight out of ten for me.
0: All right. Um. Moving on to the next player in this list. Um. We have. Wait, let me just see my list again. Okay. Um. We have this player who is joining to going to La Liga now, which is one of the player that Harunazri mentioned in a. Uh, previous episode before about a young talent in Brazil from the Olympics. Uh, Matthias Cunha. Is that how they pronounce? Sorry if I butchered it. But he made his transfer officially from the Bundes to La Liga, joining the Atletico Madrid. Now, personally, um, I I can tell you guys the truth. I may not know much about him until Harry mentioned. But I did watch a bit of the Olympics. He is a unique player on its own. Um, he has that kind of presence that I feel that, you know, um, certain clubs can fit well in. Him. And I think in Atlético now, him joining there, it's a definite step up for him. It's a definite step up. I give this an eight out of ten easily. Mr. JB, over to you. Matthias Kuna, the Brazilian forward, joining Atlético Madrid.
1: Yeah, I, I must say it's a pretty good transfer as well. I mean, yes, I, I, I do follow the Olympics quite closely. He is one of those uh, players that really stand out in that uh, Olympic uh, tournament. And yeah, quite frankly, I must say I'm really surprised that uh, none of the English clubs actually tried to bang on him because, um, you know, Olympic is quite a world stage. Yeah. And I don't know, it's, it's probably because... Uh, Nobody likes Brazilian or or perhaps the Premier League is having too much problem with Brazilian, but that's for a different topic. So, <laughs> I think uh, Atletico Madrid, I mean, under under uh, Simeone, I mean, he he so far he's been proving himself and he knows to bring out the best out of players. And I heard that they only bought him for like, what, 30 million? For someone yeah. at the age of 22? Yeah. Come on, it's a steal. It's a steal. I will give you an 8 out of 10.
0: 8 out of 10. How are you, you yet uh, inform us about him. What can we expect yeah.
2: from him in Atletico Madrid? <laughs> um, okay. Based on what I saw from uh, Kunia during his time in Hertha uh, Berlin and at the same time, his showings in the Olympic, uh, Like you mentioned, he's a unique player. He's a versatile player. He can play as an out-and-out striker. He can drop deep, ask for the ball and uh, be creative on the ball. Uh, it reminds me of Tammy Abraham, the player that we just mentioned before this. Uh, I did like for like, uh, playing style-wise, more or less there. Uh, but of course, no two players are the same. Uh, and like what Mr. JB mentioned, I was very surprised that no big clubs, bigger clubs, uh, I'm not saying that Atletico is not a big club, but I was surprised that no Premier League club actually went for him. You know, there's the likes of uh, Spurs... Uh, there's this player uh, Kukurela something like that if I'm not wrong I might be pronouncing his name wrong who moved to Brighton that player had a fantastic tournament at the Olympics as well and if that kind of player with such quality moved to a club like Brighton imagine Kunia who is to me much better than uh, Kukurela and he's moving to a club to Atletico
0: you know he could Uh, easily join any one of the top six
2: true he could easily I was looking you know, I was thinking maybe Man City. I think he would fit Man City very well. Yeah, we he's he he very well. well. Yeah, he would fit uh, Spurs very well with Lucas Moura over there. Um, but yeah, he's a unique kind of player. I'm really looking forward. But then, uh, having said that, he has really moved. And then on the last day of the tra- transfer, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that we too. Have, today, so. <laughs> we have Griezmann <laughs> moving over <laughs> to Atlético. So now I'm wondering. Why? Why I'm wondering? I'll just dive a little bit. Now Atletico have rich of abundance up front. They have Carrasco, they have Yao Felix, they have Correa, they have Luis Suarez, yeah and then we have now Cunha. There's a lot of talents up front and it there's is. only what three there's only three or two that might start up front. you know yeah. of course Correa can come in from the right, Carrasco can come in from the left. But I think uh, you know he's of course he's going to get better. Simeone, 11 years at the club, 11 seasons at the club. You know consistency, performing every year, challenging for the titles, every year showing uh, showing up at the Champions League. You know it only bodes well for the players, uh, for the player. Uh, so I'm uh, not only am I excited for Kunia, I'm also excited with Atletico. I think they're gonna surprise everyone this season. I feel. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so what was your rating for rating?
2: I'll give it an eight out of ten. Yeah. I'm really excited for the player. Hopefully, nothing bad happened to him. Hopefully, by me praising, singing his praises, uh, uh, he doesn't yeah, jinx well, it. Hopefully, but he
0: didn't jinx anything. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am hopeful that he'll have a good season together with Atletico Madrid. Yeah, to be honest, I'm quite excited as so, well to see. I mean, he after seeing the Olympics and some of the highlights of what he did, I think he's a definite a future prospect. So, moving on to number six. Um, we have... Hold on, let me just check five four three two one yeah okay so number six we have I believe this transfer has happened for quite a while but we have not yet discussed yet you know as we have other things to discuss uh Sergio Ramos from Real Madrid to Paris Saint Germain um of course when now is we can kind of see it now happening as it's already happening but when the first time we saw the news that Sergio Ramos is leaving Real Madrid, I think we, we kind of didn't expect that. But at the same time, I was like, why would he join PSG? Okay, like maybe you can say he, he kind of has done it all in Real Madrid. I mean, to be fair, he has won La Liga, he has won Champions League after Champions Leagues, He has won the FIFA Club World Cup. He has pretty much done it all. He even won the World Cup with the national team. So I feel like this is just more of a, I wouldn't say a a career upgrade or progression. This is just more of trying to stay in the high level of Europe competition, you know, like just trying to be involved in the Champions League more, which obviously PSG, what a window they have. They are going all out, banking in for this Champions League this season, that's for sure. So I think with their leadership of what he has and their experience, I'll give this an 8 out of 10. Plus it's free. I mean, <laughs> he's free and you get that kind of experienced defender. He's a easily 8 out of 10 for me. Um, reason why I don't give higher than that is only because of um, his age, whether he can adapt to it. This is his first time moving out of La Liga. So I'm not too sure. Iron over to you. Sergio Ramos, joining a PSG. Is that a right move?
2: Um, I think it's a good move for the player. Uh, well, You mentioned about adapting. I think he's going to adapt easily to the uh, French League earn. Uh, uh, No offense to the league, but I think the league is relatively a little bit more easier as compared to La Liga. Of course, with uh, Sergio Ramos, there's always been rumors about him moving. I still remember the move that uh, nearly happened with regards to Manchester United, (laughs) but it didn't materialize when Madrid came out with more money and offered him more money. Uh, But in all honesty, I was very surprised that Real Madrid decided to let him go. Why? Uh, I felt, uh, I feel that he could have been a legend, you know, and he is a legend. He, uh, he is, is a legend at Real Madrid and, you know, of course, if it's down to me, I would I would have wanted him to stay all the way until he retired over there, but I guess that's not the way how Florentino Perez uh, does stuff at Real Madrid, No, know, uh, maybe yeah. with exception to Karim and Zima, but, <laughs> you know, uh, of course, I feel it's a good move for the player. Um, of course, it's a great move for the club PSG. He can lend them his experience, his leadership qualities. Uh, and if uh, PSG's goal is to win the Chairman's League, getting the likes of Sergio Ramos in the team will only help to propel that, uh, will only help to propel their stature in the competition. Uh, just to add on, before I pass it on to Mr. JB, if you guys do have the time, go and watch Sergio Ramos's uh, documentary on Amazon Prime. He has a documentary for himself. I th- and I think it's two seasons. It covers his lifestyle, his family, his fitness regime, uh, how he stays on top of his game. You know, if you're free, you guys can go and watch that. And we always see Sergio Ramos as the man who's arrogant on the pitch, you know, uh, break, uh, well, the man who broke Mo Salah's arm or his yeah. right shoulder <laughs> whatever nonsense. But this is what I mean. As fans, we often get agitated because of all these things. But when you watch uh, the documentary, you'll realize at the end of the day, football players, they're normal people, they're normal human beings. Yeah. Uh, just given the extra gift to work hard and whatnot. So if you have the time, do check it out. Uh, because I was intrigued by what I saw. This, this guy's level of professionalism, Yeah. top class. And when I say top class, we all know Cristiano Ronaldo's work ethic. I put it on the same bar as Cristiano Ronaldo's work.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did manage to see a bit. Like Sergio Ramos, I believe he did put a bit on Instagram of his training regime. For his age, that is such a beast kind of training regime. It's almost like what you say, same bar with Cristiano Ronaldo. But yeah, Mr. JB, over to you. Sergio Ramos, is it a good transfer or is it doesn't help?
1: it's it, i mean the transfer itself no question it's free isn't it yeah he's free it's free you know what i'm saying it's free i mean y- 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 you're getting someone yes you know age you know you can argue age and all that but come on Yeah, i mean he's been doing it how how how, how many years he's been in madrid like at least 15 years at least probably
0: uh, uh, around 12, 13 seasons, I believe. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: Easily 12, 13, 14, 15 years. And if he can maintain, you know, like that. And the fact that he's scoring in the later part of his career, it's 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 uh, it's great, you know, for any club to have it. It just so happens that it's PSG lah knocking on his door and you know, money aside and everything else. But for a player of his quality and pairing up with Marquinhos, I think it's a it's a win-win situation for both PSG and himself. Uh, like, it's a solid uh, yeah like what Aaron nazi mentioned a uh, spot on no offense to the league but I mean if, if you played in a tougher league in La Liga you can definitely I wouldn't say a stroll in the park but you can definitely adapt quite easily in, in, uh, in the French league one so I mean easy this is an easily 8 out of 10 rating for me because Ramos I think even me being a Man United fan, if Ramos were to go to United, I'll I'll still be excited too. Because yes, I agree with both of you. His work ethic is almost Ronaldo-esque. So yeah, I, I would give it out of ten for sure.
0: Yeah, out of ten. All right. Um, this will be the end of the part one of our transfer rating. We have covered five players. In a part two, we're gonna cover another five players. So hope you guys do stick around. All right. See you guys soon.